You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Yo, we've had Yo. some issues today. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Uh, uh, what's up, everyone? Paul Poslakis, Salvatore Cusmano, Brad Weisgerber. We are inside real estate. We've got a really special guest, Craig Joe Raid. How are you, sir? I am excellent. Thank you guys for having me today. Awesome, dude. So, just so everybody knows, we had to push back the show from yesterday because Michigan ice storm. Ice ice storm. Ice. Yeah, our, everything Which was actually in wasn't be really an ice storm. I mean, it's just dumb. <laughs> I don't think it was that big of an ice storm. It was. It was bad. It me. was pretty bad. Well, I mean, look, it was when you me. when you're like, yeah, it was bad. Five hundred degrees latitude north. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, <Whoa>. so, so <laughs> the audience understands. Uh, and then today we came in and we're like, we're you know, it's a little later, so we we like we've been having some fun with Craig and we've been talking. All of a sudden. You know the stream key shit's which, broken. Shit's broken. So <laughs> here we are. It happens. It's we're, fixed though. We're on. Fixed. We're stream on. keys. So today Fix we got Craig on. Craig is uh, was an was an athlete at the highest level. He was a figure skating uh, athlete, uh, which isn't easy. That that takes a lot more skill than I'll ever have because you skate backwards and I can't even walk backwards, backwards. Uh, which is <laughs> which is really a big deal. Skates He's also a real estate agent who's done really well for himself, which I think. Uh, is credit to your competitive spirit and, the, and your and kind of your fortitude to do that. And we'll get into that today. We're going to have a couple topics. We're going to talk about CoreLogic home prices uh, uh, for next year. We're going to talk about Zillow uh, prioritizing their listings over everybody else's because they're dicks. Uh, but going back, <laughs> let's go back to Craig. Craig, welcome to the show, man. We're really excited to have you on. Uh, so tell us about just to start off. How you? Because obviously you were a, a high level athlete. You 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 skated for the U.S. team, um, you, which you met your wife through. But which yes. I, I can get into, but we're not going to. But um, <laughs> the reality is, is you transitioned into. So we've had athletes like we we've had other athletes on the show before that were like like really high level athletes that went into real estate, and it seems like a, in like an easy transition or like a transition that can be made based on the fact that you've got really good. Uh, a set of skill, a skill set of being competitive, working hard, and all that that kind of translates well. So, talk to me about how you got into the business and 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 uh, and what what you think is causing some of your success. Do you want the long story? No, dude, okay. we got like an hour. All right, all right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, skated for it's been thirty five years. I still coach to the day. Um, I have athletes that are still competing at. How nationals. old are you, by the way? I'm forty. Oh, you're old, man. I know. I'm old. Uh, you and Paul are kind of similar. You guys look Paul. like uh, you found like a little the, the fountain of youth from the fountain of yeah, youth. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, the ice yeah. keeps me young. Yeah, yeah. ice yeah. keeps me young. So you're still you're still doing it. I still coach. I still right. coach anywhere between five to six hours a week. Um, That's still have intense, elite man. athletes right. that are there. Um, but it's a lot of my business. Um, I get a ton of business from it. Um, I started skating when I was five. Um, met my wife, like you said, through skating. And I'd say probably 85, 90% of my clientele is from the skating world. Um, so that's interesting. So, so, so a lot of your sphere that you had, obviously, I mean, being that you're a high level athlete, you come across people that are high level athletes and it's not cheap to be a figure skating and like have that as be a part of your life. Right. So you probably have some good clientele, but what, what I'm more interested in is, you know, why real estate after that? You know what I mean? 
So actually, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot about with my family, um, my mother, my aunt, my cousin, uh, my brothers, um, and godmother and second cousin are all in real estate in Ohio. Get out of here. Yes. Right. And they're all with Howard Hanna. Um, and uh, when I stopped skating, uh, my wife actually went to uh, PA school. Yeah. And I was working three different jobs. I was a Zamboni driver. I was Dude, seriously? that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. That's great. Back the truck up. I, won't, I, I don't even want to go into that because we had a lot of fun on the uh, Zamboni. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Can um, you get a DUI on a Zamboni? If you take it to McDonald's drive through <laughs> okay. yeah. which we have done. Okay. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a Zamboni driving uh, downtown Detroit, leaving the jail, going to the outside. Uh, okay. We, we, that's the guys. This is I want to do that. Zamboni, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Zamboni worked Sorry. at a restaurant, uh, Red Coat Tavern, Max and Irma's, Red did all that so stuff. Good. So that's oh, happened. Oh, oh, great. Favorite burger at Red Coat. Yeah. So we, uh, I did that for a while until she was done, and everyone kept on telling me, hey, you need to get into real estate. You need to do real estate. Yeah. Um, the lady that was selling my house actually taught her daughter, and she's like, I, I got to introduce you to somebody. And so she introduced me to a couple people at Caldwell Banker, and she's like, I need you to get into this business. You just, yeah. The personality, the trust that you created with the students that you have now, yeah. um, you got to get into this business. So that's, that's awesome. um, eventually- um, after my wife finished, I was like, no, nah, I'll take the test. I'll go to school and take the test. See what, what was happens. this? What year was this? It's about eight years ago. Oh, you've been in for a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, All eight right. years, seven and a half, eight years. Got it. Um, and away we went. I mean, it was, uh, again, skating world brought me in a lot. I was still coaching probably 35, 40 hours. So it was almost like a part-time job at the time. Yeah. Um, but it, it really took off. Um, and again, a lot of it came from my students that I had at that time or families that I was dealing with because I built a trust with them. Um, and it, it just, it really solidified who I was in the business and the work ethic. Like you said, um, it's getting up, knowing what you got to do every single day. Um, I had a plan when I was skating, I knew what I was doing every day. And for a while there, when I was in between jobs and, and doing that kind of stuff, it was kind of like, uh, what's next. Yeah, and when the real right. estate came, it was okay, get up this time, do this, do this and do this. And it really took off for me. It's interesting because, you know, like, uh, getting into real estate is always like, okay, how did you get in? But like excelling at it is a whole different thing. Well, here's right? a, here's a thing that I think that, you know, uh, people can kind of correlate to like, you know, no disrespect to the salary man out there. Right. But essentially like to leave a good paying job that you're just kind of given or whatever. Right. Not that you're given, but you know that you can yeah, expect salary. what to come it's, in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, security blanket. That's tough, right? Taking the security but blanket. But like off. an athlete, the practice they put in is almost like the work you put in. That's for, a really good sure. point. Dude. But it's almost like the the work you put in uh, on the real estate or the mortgage side. It's like, yeah, you you will go like months without getting paid. On the athlete side, it's like you will go six or seven yeah. years. Yeah fruitless and may never even make pro that's sure, a right? really yeah i mean you can point. work your butt off for longer years, than that yeah for years and never um, get paid a dollar nothing uh i hate to say this but the skating world we don't get paid much no. um, yeah my wife and i we were third in the country and i think we made seventy five hundred dollars each yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 if i was a golfer or i ate hot dogs for a living country? yeah, yeah. Millions. Seventy five hundred dollars? For hot dogs. Wow. Yeah. I think that I'm gonna take what I've learned and apply it to competitive eating. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I listen, they can I make mean, a lot of money yeah. eating hot dogs nowadays. Yeah. Right? No, the I'm spider. I'm, he's already trained. The spider <laughs> wait, wait, made like fifty grand. <laughs> I, I do I, I do want to touch on that point. That, that's a really good point. I don't think you've ever we've ever brought it up, man. Because because nothing is given to you in sports, nothing is given to you in that that competitive and you've got to work for every single thing that you Well, get. at the end of the day, all that matters is the scoreboard done. or the rankings. I wasn't done. 
<laughs> You're done now. Keep going. So, so my point is, is same thing with sales or commission or something, your own business or whatever it is. You have to create your own path, much like being competitive in, in, in the sports world. Like nobody's nobody's giving you anything in that in that situation. You got to win every single time. Well, it's very similar because in the sports world, you have to have a regiment, right? Well, you have to have structure. You have mm-hmm. to. Get up. You have to you know, dribble so many you times. Have to, or you have to train to and so many practice skates, before so you even yeah. put in the game. You have to train the yeah. same way but over and over and over. Real estate pays like a lot sales. better. Sales, uh, it it's all about. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. Well, yeah. It's changed our livelihood. I mean, from, um, I mean, I've always had the support of my family, my parents and whatnot, but um, to a point where they would pay for certain things, but then they were like, all right, you got to do it on your own. Right. Yeah. And no, I remember no. like looking for change in my you know, in it's my crazy. car to find, to get a little, like a $5 pizza from Little right. Caesars, right? Um, and to now where we could take vacations, we can do the things that we've always wanted to do and we're not living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, it, it's made a, a huge life change for us and for my family and for my three On a side ones. note, that's a travesty that you train that hard to, to, to work for yeah. the U.S. team and you only get paid that much. No, it's, no, no. But it, it, okay, I think that okay. ultimately, like, like it's not a drive. <laughs> it's not because you, got less. you would not be where you're at without that. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Right? I mean, and, and I tell my students that I have now um, and before is it's not, it, it sounds cliche, you know, it's not about the, the end result. It's about the journey. But it, in reality, it really is. I mean, yeah. it, it, it is what we've accomplished. And when I walk into a building or whatnot, and I actually, I, at, at first, I was always afraid to say what I did. But now I'm like, you know what? I was a figure skater. Love it. Take ownership of it. Yeah. And own and, it. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, it, and it, it's changed a lot of things that, you know, people look at it as the respect that I, I do. Well, now we're get. sitting here before the podcast starts and people are always like, oh, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, you think this guy's fucking nervous? I mean, <laughs> skating the Olympics. <laughs> you I didn't get to the Olympics. I did not get to the Olympics. But well, we did, right. you know, national yeah, level, national international. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like it's like, uh, you know, and I think that that prepares you for a lot of stuff. Like, you know, you could take those experiences, and when you go into a listing appointment, it's like, well, no. But I disagree with that. When it's a foreign totally situation, there's still yeah. a lot of pressure. There, there's still pressure, hey, not but the it's just first depends. listing appointment. We're like yelling, but like, at him. yeah, you have. Sure. To, We're like telling him what he should think. No, but it's 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 how you it's how you prepare for it, right? Yeah. Um. And like, yeah, I still get nervous, 100. percent Well, everyone um, gets nervous, but it's how no you, matter what it is. How you channel that, right? I mean, is what it's all it's about. It's how you take that information and and what you do with it. That's For the sure. difference. Everybody gets nervous. Right. Everybody gets scared. Everybody hates a Monday. We've talked about this. It's what you do with that input. Yep. That that dictates like how well, you what, what's going to And I, I hear a lot of people, you know, like I, I feel like often, often Paul and I, especially, we wing it. Right. Uh, we wing the podcast. We often. Wing it. Meetings. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, dude. You wing the podcast. I'm prepared. <laughs> you printed that you out. out a couple <laughs> Ten ads. minutes before we came here. Fuck out of here. But you, you wing. I don't uh, even know what's on there. We can wing Core things, logic. and uh, it's not that we wing it though, because we're prepared because we studied our craft enough to know what's coming at. Yeah, us, true. Right. right. Like yeah, yeah. Right. our preparation is enough to know. Like, like you think? Can you stop banging the table? People hear that. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So I like banging the table. It's fine. Keep going. All right. Winging it. Well, no, you, you prepare yourself uh, to be the best at what you can do because you never know what's going to come at you as far as, you know, uh, questions or this or that yeah. or situations mm-hmm. during a mortgage. It's like, well, all right. Well, yeah. I know that we need to do this. I didn't 
plan for that. You mm-hmm. can't plan for everything in life. So right. but you got to prepare not in this business, but you can prepare. Yeah. <laughs> you can prepare yourself for everything. Right. So, so Craig, so obviously you have had success. Uh, you've been featured in like real producers. You've got good numbers. You've, you've done a really good job building a brand for yourself and people mm-hmm. know who you are. Talk to me about what it, because a lot of our listeners are real estate agents, mortgage professionals, and even consumers uh, to be successful in a highly competitive, I mean, there's a billion real estate agents, right? And everybody's mm-hmm. vying for the same thing. There's there's only so much business that everybody's trying to go sure. after, right? So talk to me about what you think right now has 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 caused some of your success. So my biggest thing is I, I always kind of go back to skating because I've been doing it for so long is the relationship. Obviously, it, it, it's sometimes common sense, mm-hmm. um, but in communication. Right. Um, there was when I skated with my partner or whether I have a team that I'm working with, it's a 50 50 and you have to give something to get something. Yeah. And when I I call it the honeymoon period in skating, it's maybe four or five months before you can start yelling at somebody. Yeah. In the real estate business, a little bit shorter it's because like you're not with days. that person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Four or five days. Um, but it, it's, it's building that trust with that person. And how do you do that? Uh-huh. Um, and building that relationships. So I've been building relationships with the skaters, with parents. Um, and it's the same with home buying, right? Yeah. Uh, if you have, you're representing the seller and there's a buyer that's coming along, you've got two different families. How are you going to mesh them and make it work? To where the end result, everybody's going to be happy. Right. So my my philosophy is is fifty fifty. You know, even though I represent one side, I want to make sure that the other side feels happy. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the other agent is happy because that's who I'm going to deal with. Because it's, it's everybody's 70%. involved in the same thing, right? Exactly. So mine as well. Make it a happy transaction. And at the end of the day, when you do have a house that's maybe sitting there, yeah, you can call another agent and say, "Hey, we did a deal before." So many we're people, dead. I feel like, don't Dude. don't see that. They that. don't look that far ahead. They're they're like they're pricks they're to the other agent. Yeah. They're pricks to the one. Well, they've got the blinders on. They're going to deal with them again. I've got the best interest of my client. Right. Well, the best interest of your client actually involves the best interest of everyone else. Yeah. Right? I mean, you and can't you can't get it done if the other side's not happy. Yeah, everybody's got to dance. Right. Everybody's yeah. got to. And, and to your point, Brad, um, in our industry, unfortunately, many, 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 many times you have people at odds in the same transaction. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. Well, it's either it's either you know the two real estates going at it, the 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 listing agents mad at the at the loan officer, the loan officer, and even the 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 real estate agent that's representing the buyer are are like fighting. It's like so crazy to me when I see this stuff happen because everybody should be working together. Like, like I should be calling the listing agent, like saying, "Hey, blah 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 blah." You should be calling the listing agent, like, "What do we need to do here?" Because, because ultimately, the person that suffers when everybody's being a dick is <laughs> the client. The client. The client. Right. It's a, you know egos. We're talking a lot egos. of calls sometimes where I just got to bite my tongue and say, "You know what? You're right. I will call you in ten minutes again. Right. You know if that's what you want. If you want right. to know it." I'll let you know when I eat, dude. I had a listing. <laughs> I had a listing agent before we started the show, uh, which is always she scheduled the closing before we had clear to close. I told her, "Don't do which that," which happens yeah. often. The cart right. before the horse. Didn't it just yeah. happen this morning? Th- that's what I'm talking about. Oh. And uh, the the buyer's agent calls me like, "I heard we're we're clear to close." And why didn't you tell me? I'm like, "We're not clear to close." I didn't tell anybody. I told you the same thing. I told her we're very close. Look, to be fair, I know the listing agent wants to like wants to get it done. I get it. I get it. But let's all work together. Don't don't do something out of line. Like don't schedule the, the horse is I, I referred <laughs> a lot to like the restaurant business too because I was there, right? So the the waiter always blames it on the chef if something went wrong For with the sure. shirt oh, or the, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it all yeah. comes back full circle. Nope, everybody's a victim. Nobody wants yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, nobody. Yeah. Wants, everybody's pointing a finger. So, an analogy would be like having a wedding 
Oh God! Oh, here we go. Here it's <laughs> all planned. Best. You got everyone coming there. I mean, the buyers got their movers. This, that, right? The sellers are like, we're getting on a truck and we're moving to Duluth. You know, it's it's a whole big thing, and they schedule it before the money's ready, right? It's like, how how can you do that? You know, and I get it. Like, listen, if they scheduled a month out, sure. But I'll be like two weeks into a deal. They're like, yeah, we heard we're close. Bro, All we're of a sudden, I'll get emails from title companies. We're scheduled. Bro, we're talking Friday. It, today's yeah. Thursday. They schedule it for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, oh, uh, man. Granted. Talk granted, about setting yourself up for failure. Granted, listen, I, we're probably going to make it. We're gonna, it was in for CT, but you never know in a real estate transaction right. what could go wrong. And I even said that. I was like, look, we're very close. But but there could be like there's a few more things that have to happen. I'm not giving the clear to close. Just listen to me. Let, yeah. let me handle that part. So of it, let's right? go back to let's tie this full circle. The, the the times where the agent or whoever is a dick in the transaction. Why are they being a dick? It's because they set a shitty expectation and they want to throw someone else under the bus for it instead of working together to save. It's all face. ego, man. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of expectations, but you got to set those right. You got to set the right, right? expectations, so you don't it. have to be a dick to save. And then face. even when you talk to a lender and it. it Maybe they screwed up. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. But you got to take it and go to the next level and just and, and explain that to your client that you know what at the end of the day we will close. Yeah. You are a good buyer. Yeah. Or you know exactly. you can sell this. You know yeah. there was a little hiccup. You know it's three extra days. But we'll but, figure but, this but out. But acknowledging the hiccup, explaining yeah. it properly, and being a good human well, to everybody involved is really important. Everyone needs to take a step back and realize this is not an operating room, right? We don't have someone sitting here with open heart surgery where it's like yeah. You know, it's like no, no one's gonna die. We might close Friday instead of Thursday. Yeah, he's been drinking. I love Sal's analogies. They're the <laughs> no, best. but it's actually true. I mean, it's, well, no, it's, it's, it's like, did it's you a, die? Yeah, no, right. Are okay. you gonna be there tomorrow? Yeah, Sal's best okay. line. The best line is, "Did you die? <laughs> well, did you or, die? Or, are you, are or, you dead? <laughs> it's, it's like a war." And I don't mean to be so brash. And of course, with my clients, I don't say, "Did you die?" But <laughs> you know, it's like but that's it, what you think. But in reality, I'm like, dude. Well, you don't understand. I. I gotta take work off. I understand, actually. Yeah, you know it, it will be okay. That. And if you're working, I understand that you're closing. Yeah, you called on me eleven o'clock home. last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but you, but you did something, something that you said something that I think is really important. And it's relationships. Mm-hmm. That's really what our business is all about, man. Hundred percent. It's creating really, and, and anybody that's out there that's either a young real estate professional or even the older real estate professionals that, that looked at everything as a transaction. This business is so not transactional. It is 100% a relationship. How do you build relationships? Because realistically, people are buying you, right? When you go to talk to someone about a, a listing or potentially helping them find a house, they're trusting you. It's not, it's not like my numbers and my billboard. Ultimately, it's you. So like, I think that's really important. So for me, it's, it's the question for you is how do you take that part of the business and convey that to all your clients and make sure that they know that they're like, they're working with a real person? I actually, again, go back to, and I, I keep saying this, but I keep going back to the skating. And I actually do bring that up on some of the listing presentations. Like, listen, I dedicated 35 years to this sport. Yeah. I'm dedicating what I do as a profession now to you. Right. Um, That's and, good. And it, yeah. and it actually, again, they see the dedication that I had for that long a period of time, what I had to put into it. And a lot of times, again, it, it, it most of the people that I'm dealing with right now is a lot of referrals and whatnot, but at the same time, those new people that are coming in, those are always the tricky ones, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know who uh, you are. Yeah. Right. They yeah, have yeah. no idea who you are. 
So putting that out there, you know, I don't like telling my numbers. I don't like telling, hey, I did this and I did that. I've been doing this for X amount of years. Yeah, it's all I, bullshit. I, you know, I ask them, what are you looking for? Yeah. You know, what is the what's important to you? Do you want communication? Or are you just a numbers person? So I mean, it, it a lot has to deal with the psychology of it too. And you know, listening to what they want. Um, a big thing in uh, uh, you know with the relationships that I built with the skating world is listening mm-hmm. and showing up on time. Yeah. You know, a lot of agents don't show up. You know, hey, I got an appointment at nine thirty. Uh, hey, I'm running forty five minutes late today, yeah. and and that's huge. Yeah, um, yeah. We've gotten a couple of listings just on that alone. Again, so, the beauty I mean, of our business, sense, the but, beauty of our business is a lot of the people in our business, unfortunately, are schlubs, and they 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 they're not great at their their craft because they just don't see the importance of certain things. And I had a, a great mentor in the last place we worked, and, and the one thing he used to say was, "In the land of the blind, the one eyed man is king." Right. So I don't have to be like. Like the most amazing loan officer, you don't have to be the most. You just have to be better than everybody else, and everybody else sucks. I mean, don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong; we should yeah. we should we should strive for perfection. But most people in our industry don't do these little things. They don't pick yeah. up the phone, and they don't return calls. Or, the biggest thing I think is that people hide from the objections. Like when you talk to a numbers guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and when we talk to someone who's about numbers, uh, rates, right? Yeah. I was telling them, listen, you'll find a lower rate. There'll be a lower rate out there somewhere, right? It sure. might be in Connecticut behind you know mm-hmm. some small little mortgage hut or whatever but like if that's all you care about and honestly if that's all you care about i'm not your you guy. shouldn't work with me yeah no 100 percent. i mean i tell a and lot then of they people, usually do yeah the same thing with the, hey, hey here's three lenders this is what they're going to do for you right. they might be a little bit higher but if they communicate with you and they talk to you and they're human and they're just go with them even if the rate's a little bit higher or whatnot, Dude, you got to – the communication is such a huge part of this You get business. what you pay for in this industry. And look, and, and, like we're very fortunate. We have very, very good investors. We've got good pricing with everybody that we have. But even if we didn't, right, even if we didn't have good pricing, the reality is is a purchase transaction has a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not built for someone in a call center in Wichita to be able to like work through it and all of a sudden it's going to three different, four different people and you don't know where the – it doesn't work. Not not smooth. Well, it's a team. Yeah, you it's got a team, it. Right? It takes a lot. How many times are we are do we have our backs against the wall and we're in it? Like we know exactly what's happening, and we got to get through an inspection or we got to get through like uh, a renegotiation on the on the appraisal. We've got to get through uh, a reinspection because there's chipping paint on an F. Like there's so many different things, and you've got to be so involved. It isn't fair to the client to go for the lowest rate in Wichita where the person doesn't really understand our market or understand the teamwork that it takes. Right. They don't know you. They don't know. The, right. Right. I mean, you don't know the person. And again, yeah. it goes right back to the relationship that you built with them. Yeah. And all the stuff that you've done up to that mm-hmm. point or when they, after 30 days are like, ah, you know what? I'm going to another place after spending, you know, 30 days with you guys. Yeah. And you know who yeah. that person is. You've been on the phone with them. Right. You've discussed things. You kind of know about their life. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? But it happens. Oh, and it, it's better for the client to give them that ultimatum. Listen, Up front. Man, yeah. You know? yeah, let yeah. them know. Yeah. I'm good. I'm real good Yeah, as far as rates and whatnot right. go. And I'm better with the service. But if you don't want to work with me because you want an eighth of a point lower, go find it. Dude, it's, it's not only valuing yeah. your time, but it's valuing their time as well. Like, don't, right. don't yeah, waste no, each other's I, time. I don't it's, want not it, work yeah. out. it's not going to work out. You, you yeah. actually have to make a decision because you have to close on time. Right. right? And uh, I think that's one of the big things that just people know. just uh, – because six months later, I'll call them and I'll be like, hey, rates have come down. What's your rate at again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll remember a really bad experience. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. No, they'll be like, why are you calling me or whatever? But, you know, when they were shopping so hard for rates, six months later, like, I don't know. I think it's five. Nobody knows what rate they Well, have. you're actually at four and a half. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's all coming back, though, to the relationship. 
I know it's yeah. a common no, 100%. common thing, but it just it keeps coming back to that. And I think it, you, it for a while there it was how fast can you go, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now it's coming back to that personal touch. Yeah, it's who do you know? And again, deals are taking longer to close. You know, yeah. lately I we'll get a deal done in two weeks because we're used to it, right? And then all right, schedule another three weeks out, right? Because lots of uh, as the market, I don't want to say it's slowing down, but you know, evening out as far as uh, sellers and buyers, these sellers also have to find a place to go, right? Right. So yeah. it's been like and a lot of other companies, forty-five, sixty-day deals. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, the market has changed a little bit. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so uh, we'll we'll ask Craig. We've we've got more questions for you, but we're going to get into these topics real quick, and then sure. we'll, we'll we'll circle back. So CoreLogic came out with their numbers. Um, they're, they're, so here's here's the funny thing. So everybody's talking about like the market slowing down and this, that, and the other thing, but. The real and obviously this is a national level, so there's always micro markets and everything. But the, so uh, CoreLogic, who does a lot of projections, they're saying that um, 2019 we should see about a 4.6 percent appreciation rate on houses. That doesn't sound like a lot, but even if it was like three percent, which is way below their estimate, right? For a two hundred thousand dollar house, that's six thousand dollars in appreciation. Mm-hmm. That's still really good appreciation. Right, the housing market is still very, very healthy. Yeah, we're not seeing fifteen, twenty offers on a house like we did last year, but it's still a very healthy market. And everybody's kind of worried about this doom and gloom. So, how do you speak to your clients on two fronts? A buyers, how do you talk to them about right now? Is probably a really good time to buy between rates and everything else, and then also your listings who are like saw a house sell last year with fourteen offers over ask with a, with, a, with an inspection waiver. Now you kind of have to set expectations where like, dude, it, it's a different market now. No, exactly. I mean, expectations are huge, right? So as soon as you go into that listing agreement, you got to say, hey, listen, we're we're not where we were a year ago, two years ago, where people are walking in and, and you know, your house is getting 15 offers. So you got to let them know up front. I mean, you got to be honest with them. Hey, this could take a little bit longer. We're seeing longer time on market right now um, with listings. Um, and you got to price it. You right. got to price it deal. the right way. And someone could come in and say, yeah, your house is $50,000 more. You got to tell them, hey, you can either take the person that's going to be honest with you right up front and say, hey, this is where you should be, or you can go with someone that's going to ask for you the the reduction. That's a big problem for real estate agents right now, going to a listing yeah. appointment and having – they have three appointments set up hypothetically. And you come in, you're you're honest and you're realistic and you're like, this is what it's worth, <clears> man. This is what it's going to take to move. And the other guys like basically come in and be like, no, I can do that for 50K more. Well, and, yeah. How do you how do you handle that? I mean, I I tell them I, I said, listen, this guy's you're going to have someone that's trying to buy your listing, right? And I know you guys have I talked about this yeah. prior yeah. to yeah. Yeah. my podcast. Yeah. You know that hey, we're going to buy it, and then they see that I'm say, you could take what I do and who I am for what it's worth, and I'm telling you where I think this house should be. Yeah, or you can go with that person. You could sit on the market. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll let you know. And I'll yeah. let you know I'll that you, you were overpriced yeah. or whatnot. Um, you know, and I've had overpriced houses. I'm not going to say that I don't. Has, yeah. You know, and yeah. at some points you got to just take them, right? Yeah. And say, you know, but set that expectation to that listing. Say to the the seller, hey, listen, we're going to do two weeks at mm-hmm. this price. Yeah. After that, you're going to listen to me. We're going to drop it 25000 to where I think it should have been. Yeah. And otherwise you're going to sit. And then you're just going to see it drop and drop. Because the buyers drop. are in the driver's seat right now. A hundred percent, the buyers in the way more seat. than they were a year ago. <laughs> People don't get that. There's not 15 offers on a house anymore. There might be four. Yeah, yeah. Three. I'm seeing a lot of you know coming in twenty thousand dollars less, fifteen thousand dollars less on homes mm-hmm. that are one hundred ninety thousand, yeah. you know, two hundred thousand. Um, I mean, I grew up in Royal Oak and whatnot. I actually, 
grew up in Cleveland, but yeah. been in Royal Oak for a long enough time to see that the house prices were skyrocketing, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to come down, and, mm-hmm. and people are still trying to reduce, 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 because yeah. it's a buyer's market. There's it's not much way healthier, though, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, for it's sure. a healthy market. And I, I think that, that time is one of the biggest uh, X's in the equation, right? Like, mm-hmm. how quickly do you want to sell your house? Right. I mean, like, it's it's all that, but yeah, time is huge, right? What's like, your motivation? Do you need right. to be gone right now, or yeah, like, is uh, it, do you care? I mean, if you want people kicking tires, walking through your house, saying, you know, it, you're going to end up likely closing at what I told you, right? And it's kind sure. of the same thing with with the rates and all that. It's like, well, how long do you see yourself in this house? Right. Two years. Okay. Well, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Thirty years. Of course, you're going to pay points, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, reality, it's it all. That's one of the biggest. My uncle things. told me never to pay points. Why would I do that? Right. <laughs> my aunt Tilly said my house is worth four hundred thousand. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it yeah, happens. I, I, I guess my whole point time. with this core logic thing is, that the, guys, whoever's listening to this, and I know a lot of a lot of professionals are listening to this, but like, we have a really healthy market. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a recession coming soon. I know it. But the housing market is not going to collapse like it did in 2008. I think people just have got to get that out of their head. It, we are in a very, very healthy housing market. And I don't think there's anything – all the numbers say that. I think uh, employment numbers are good. Uh, of course, anything can happen. But as of right now, the way things stand, we're set up good. Like we're good going into the next year or two years. And the, the strong will survive as well as regards to agents and whatnot, like yeah. you said, the ones yeah. that are not answering the I hope they all get out of the business. <laughs> all of them. Everybody. Everybody else that isn't us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just us four. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it work. Market, yeah. And Jessica. Jessica will be there too. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> Five of us. I mean, you're excluding Jessica. Sorry, Jessica. Right? I mean, this is not right. I mean, I'm uh, not in real estate, so it's fine. <laughs> you will be. You'll, if it was just us, you would be in. Um, next thing that I want to talk about is Zillow. So, something, so we all know Zillow is like a love-hate relationship with realtors and, and more Most professionals. Hate. I'll say, hey, if you're smart. But um, uh, so Zillow, they're, they're being kind of accused of putting their listings ahead of everybody else's, kind of promoting their yeah. own. Because, you know, just so everybody knows, Zillow is buying houses on the market and then they're listing them on their, on their own and they're partnering up and giving less commissions to, to real estate agents, whatever. So what they're doing is they're saying, well, if, I mean, I don't blame them. It's my listing. Right. I'm going to put it ahead of everybody else's. But what it does, it's creating this thing where Zillow is now Zillow is con- controlling um, the market on some level, and and being that it's such a massive app that everybody uses, it, everybody uses it. Everybody, I use it. It's, you know, yeah, I do too. It's, it's I'm not, dangerous. I'm an yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, but if they're controlling, that's that's dangerous. But to we're the whole, giving the control I, up to I them. I know. But you know that, right? Think about how dangerous that is. One company controls could. Demolish our entire market if they made the wrong move. I don't potentially think they, demolish they also have us. Amazon too. Amazon. Is, I'm getting things from Amazon insane. saying that they're going to start doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. There. Right. And yeah. I mean, if they take over, that yeah. could be uh, yeah, could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, last Toys R Us, how that worked out for them. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be Toys R Us. I do. I don't want to be Toys R Us. I'm not too f- afraid of the of taking over as taking the realtor's position. Yeah. Because I think that human quality of Right. Being there, but and it will compress it, your margins. It definitely will. That's that's the it thing. Definitely will. Right. It, it will compress will. all our margins. Yes. Or who you work for. Right? Or who you work it's for. It's like, oh, you gotta sure. be one well, step just, ahead. I mean, just think about this. Think about think about what you can buy on Amazon and what the profit margins are on Amazon. They're just doing volume, right? And everybody had to basically conform to those margins because yeah. otherwise, you're not going to sell uh, the product, right? Same thing with with. Um, 
with um, what's the other place? Uh, Walmart, right? Same thing. They, yeah. I mean, they were the first ones that like started doing the. If we start seeing that on the real estate side, there is something different though about the real estate side. There is a human element that, and there is a complexity that isn't. It's not. We're not, we're not like well, a pen, right? It takes right. a lot more effort. And we can speculate all we want on our side or Amazon side or Zillow side, but at the end of the day, it's whatever's best for the client, right? right. They're going to choose what's best for them. So if you're not providing enough value on your side, they might use Amazon Realtor or Zillow Mortgage or whatever, right? So you kind of because shit, we all use Amazon, yeah. guaranteed, right? Yeah. I'd rather do that than go to Walgreens get yeah. deodorant. Like <laughs> it's easy enough for me, right? So, and granted, I'm not every consumer, right? Some people like to do that or pump their own gas or whatever, right? Well, everyone pumps their own gas, but not you used to have self service gas stations or uh, not yeah. self service. You'd have service full gas service, stations, yeah. full service gas yeah. stations, right? When's the last time you saw one of those? Where you write over that thing, and the bell rings, right? And you, somebody comes <laughs> out, out, out one. and when you do it by accident, the, the guy comes out, and you're like, "No, no, no, man!" I didn't they had one it. in Fraser where where I grew up. That was awesome. You know, I'm like the other day, I was like, "Damn, that'd be sweet." What was the price difference? It was like a ten cent difference. <laughs> yeah, 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 it wasn't much. Yeah, yeah, when was gas was a dollar, yeah, so ten percent higher, right? Cents. But you weren't like like driving when it was a dollar. It's like the movie The Jerk. Oh yeah, yeah. He hates these cans. If anybody Man. knows that reference, please comment below. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's all going to come down to what's the best for the consumers. So if they're able to create a platform that does that, buckle in. Do you right? see it? I just don't see it happening. I guess I'll pose a question to you guys. Yeah. Do you think it's um, Do you think it'll hit Michigan as much as it hits California, the Florida market? I, I think it's all out there in the bigger markets right now than it has come to Michigan. I think sure. Zillow has come a far come along you know leaps and bounds yeah but at the same time i see it more in those states than i do start in major markets more where there's more volume larger loan loan sizes right but don't discredit the fact that they're going to be everywhere soon right Right. this isn't like a they're not just they're not just doing this to be like in like california right it's more valuable to save a dollar in california than it is here right just given the, well, the, the dollar's price. worth less in California, though. The dollar does not get, get you as far in California. That's what I'm saying. It's more valuable yeah. to save one, right? Yeah, sure. Just as, you know, it may be a percent off your home or whatever. So, yeah, I, I think that has something to do with it, but <laughs> yeah. you can't under, underestimate that it's a worldwide web and it makes the whole country on one website. Tara, so, Tara Chody just said there's still a full service gas station in Rochester. So I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> that's, that. that's what nice. she said. I don't know. Have to visit uh, that. Where, Tara? I want to go. Tara, please let us know. Right. We're all going today. We're all going today. <laughs> We're going to fly What's the gas right prices? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, the reality of Zillow, Realtor.com, Open Door. Here's the reality. The reality is there's a lot of money, cap, venture capital money, just getting dumped into the real estate, trying to figure out how to, to to simplify the real estate process. You've got Quicken trying to do the rocket mortgage. You've got Zillow trying to do uh, buy your house now. There's all this money going into it. So, so with the, the, these people aren't stupid. Like there's something there, right? They're not going after something that isn't going to happen. This will. This, this is the reality of what's going to happen. This is coming, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea is, how do you get out ahead of it? How do you adapt? And how do you right. set yourself apart? That's really the difference. Like Target, I'll give you an example. Like I go to Target. I love going to Target. It's not the cheapest place to shop, right? Target. Tarjay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the cheapest place to shop. I love walking in there. I always spend more than I should, right? But always. they've got they've got a thing figured out where like. I like going there, and I, not because it's pretty damn cheap, dude. I mean, you get a shirt for like six bucks. I do think. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I do think that it's coming <laughs> back a little bit though, too. To actually, like malls are gone, right? Gone, I mean, yep. so completely gone. Gone. But I do think that the consumer, uh, with the house, you want to see a house. 
right? You, you got to have that feel when you walk into a house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's hard for me to to see that you can't return that, a house, right? Right. That, that you can buy a five thousand dollar three D printer on Amazon, play with it for a month, and be like. I don't, I don't like it. Know. We do Return. have a program, though. <laughs> <laughs> Through Howard Hanna, we actually buy a house back up really? to $600,000 for the first year. Really? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. It's well, pretty cool. Well, you're wrong, Dick. Wow. <laughs> Just one year. Stand corrected. Just one that, year. I mean, that is if you're not happy with strong. it, that's yeah, unheard of. It's pretty crazy. That's wild. Yeah. So I don't think full price, ba- buyback? Yeah. It's buyback. 100% money wow. back, 100% money back guarantee. If you don't like year. the house. If you don't like that. What's the catch? Pretty awesome. So That's you have catch. to, the, the catch is uh, if you do, it has to be with a Howard Hanna agent listing and a Howard Hanna agent buying. Ah, uh, got right? it. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it benefits everybody. Yeah. Right? And it's kind of a cool incentive. Um, and then on top of it. Nobody knows that. No, it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then on top of it, uh, at the end of the day, like you can move up or down. So, say you bought a $500,000 house and I'm going to a $150,000 house because I'm, scaling it down, we still will work with you, but you have to work with that agent or someone with Howard Hanna. Wow. No, so no renting? No renting. No renting. Oh, I, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know if you can rent after that. I think you still have to purchase, but I, I, yeah. have, I have to find pretty, that out. I mean, but I mean, it's still... It's that's strong. Yeah, so yeah, it benefits strong. us in yeah, a way, crazy. right? That's like it's the Liberty Mutual or whatever, right. the insurance, like get huh. a brand new, get the next year model car, right? right? Yeah. You crash your 17, you get an 18. The whole thing is though, I'd say in my career in the five years that I've been with Howard Hanna, I haven't had it. My yeah. mom's had it one time yeah. in Ohio. Um, just, I mean, well, how many people want to move one every no, year? Dude, right. right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know, it part. does happen though. I, especially with condos. It has to be catastrophic. So though. I had yeah. someone yeah. buy a condo and they're like, I hate my neighbors. Yeah. Well, that's it. They closed you know, like you three, like terrible s- neighbors four months ago. Right. And, Put minimum down, and I'm like, dude, you're you're way underwater. <laughs> you know? You're not going anywhere. You're way underwater. Yeah. You're not yeah. going anywhere, man. Especially with the, all the fees. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So we're gonna get into three questions. No, we do this on. A, on I did hear up. this on the you, last podcast. So yeah, great. So fir- <laughs> first one's really easy. We ask everybody the same thing. What scares Craig Joe Wright? And and I know that I think Stacy said, "Is it your business or is it personal?" It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I will, um, I kind of go with both, right? So in the real estate world, I don't like signing contracts right away. The buyer's contract that you're going to be working with me solely. First time we see each other, like I said, there's that honeymoon period, right? Yeah. And if you don't like me, why do you need to work with me? And why do I need to waste my time? Right. So that contract kind of scares me a little bit. I've had trouble with it, with having somebody the first day I see you and meet you that you're going to sign this contract that you're going to work with me for six months. It's right. helped me in the past. And it's also hurt me in the past. But that's something that scares me because it's, it's, it's something hard for me to overcome because I'm always told, get it signed, get it signed, get it signed, get it it's signed. It's like closing. You're, you're afraid of closing. I'm afraid of closing at that point. You're scared. On the, on the first closing. day. I'm yeah. scared closing. I think a good thing would be to slip that in with your first offer. Right. And I and I and I typically well, do with the in, offer, but you know what I mean. Yes. Like, but yeah, but before you write an offer, like, how do you know you actually want to work with that person? Right. right. And I, and I, and again, it's you know how many showings do you do before you actually get it signed and and whatnot. But again, I think that it's a hard. You're building a relationship in in a matter of an hour. Mm-hmm. To me, you that's gotta not, earn that contract. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. I, I respect that a lot. I don't. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Getting in uh, some of my there's managers, two, and some will probably yeah. kill me for this. But again, it's, there's it's hard two to do sides that. of the coin. One of them is if you don't strike while the iron's hot, and I've been taught both yeah. sides. Yeah. Like I, I was a closer. I closed by nature. Like I was like like I was a really avid closer, and I was always like touting it. Now I've come. I think it's nobody wants to be closed. Everybody knows they're being closed. Mm-hmm. It's on, like you don't want to like like I don't want to be sold. 
right? I want to, I want to, I want to make the decision, right? I want to feel good about you. Then I'll make the decision. Now you can ask, be like, listen, I do eventually need to get to sign, but I want you to sign it because you trust me. And, and then we'll figure that out. But like, I do, I'm going to need this at some point. Right. Right. As opposed to being like, are you going to sign this or not? Well, I built, I mean, right. again, and you asked at the beginning of the podcast, like, how do you build that relationship or how do you get where you've gotten to? Yeah. Right. And I try not to pressure, right. It's, it's here. This is what it is. Yeah. You know, this is what I do. If you like it, great. At any point in time, and like in a listing agreement, you're not happy with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's sit down. And if I can't improve on that, yeah. Let's go find yeah. somebody else. I you, think it's better off because you're not, you're only wasting. You want to provide as, like enough value for someone to want to work with you. Absolutely. That's the one. Yeah, if they don't want to work value. with you, I can't see how. I, I mean, I can get it like if. Uh, Are you going to hold them hostage? They sign the right. contract, right? And. All of a sudden, you find out that they're under contract in another home. That's one thing, right? Maybe you want to you showed them a hundred homes, right? And you want to yeah. get your years out of it, but yeah. just happened. If you just find out that they're working <laughs> with someone else, no, you got to work with me. Like, no, let them go, man. No, that's right. crazy, yeah. right? Like, it's like trying to date someone that wants to like mortgage. We don't even you. we don't have anything until it closes, and it's kind of crazy because you know I've been yeah. a week away from closing, and they're like. Sorry, man. Else. I had went, someone went to Thanksgiving and going with my aunt. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a crazy story? I got. Let's go there to start. I got double apped once. So basically, this guy was like, uh, I, I, he apped it with me, and he apped it with somebody else. Another I remember lender. this too. Yeah, I got double apped. So basically, he had two applications for mortgages going at the same time, and he called me and he goes, "Hey, man, uh, we were like a day away from closing. Like we were real close. Like and we did a good job." And he was like, "Hey, man, I'm clear to close on the other deal. I'm out." I'm like, "What? Whoa! What do you mean?" He's. I'm like, "Oh, you've been fucking someone else." <laughs> This whole time. You dirty fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's that, crazy. That was, that was hard to like swallow. The last one I just had was I had uh, showed about 52 homes to a gentleman and I thought we built a good rapport. I sat at a house for like an hour while my kids and my family were in the car waiting for him and everything and got a text on like two days after New Year's. Hey, thanks for all your work. Uh, we're going with another agent because you couldn't get the deal done on the, the one house that we asked for $75,000 off. Did he get the deal you wanted, though? No. No. Of course not. not. And then I didn't have anything signed. Well, actually, he did sign because Mm -hmm. I had him sign when he sent the agreement in, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I got you till February 25th. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, I'll just wait to buy at that time. Oh, so well, like, at that point, it's like, dude. Yeah, I mean, just, at that point, it's like, all right, see you later. Dude, I, I Thank do what you. I could. If you don't see the value in me, I'm not, I can't right. afford, I'm not going to rape you nope. into it. Nope. I mean, it's hard as an agent. Yeah. Because I, I internalize, like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. What did I right. do wrong? It's the worst, dude. And, and, and we care. Like, you don't get that feedback. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, right. You had no idea. And then you get a text message. Yeah, Especially when we care enough to where we want to do a good job. And you, someone just tells you, like, you suck and, like, you didn't do what I wanted. It's like, dude, what? I mean, I thought I was doing everything. Yeah. But I think it's good to have the the play better mentality, right, that we kind of right. talked about before. It's like, man, I thought I did everything, right? Yeah, I thought I sure. was so good. I thought. You put everything out but there. But you weren't. No, somebody yeah, else right? played better. Andy, Somehow, Andy, some way, you yeah. weren't, and you got to play better. Andy, well, the frustrating yeah. part is you don't know. How you like where you could and have some improved. people are un- irrational. Yeah, we gotta get these next it's like getting a divorce. Right. Like, well, sorry, trying to work. Next question. All right, uh, what country is the worst to compete against? <laughs> I would say and oh, we're figure skating, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say probably uh, Russia or China. Why? Uh, they're, they're just machines. so competitive in machines, man. They're like they're like Drago. There, there is no. Their no, rule is surprising. so much. Stronger. You fail, you die. Like here in the United States, <laughs> if you do something wrong, it's like okay, you know, the parents will come down on you, whatever. There, it's like it's, uh, parents. Who are they? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's their law, and yeah. it's the coaches what they tell you. You do it, and the respect that they have for them, 
is crazy. Yeah. And it's, you know, and they, they start at, you know, two or three years old and they just build and build yeah. and build and build. They don't always compete right away. They work on it until they got their craft down to a science and then they go out. Wow. So they're, it's, it's, uh, they're a powerhouse and yeah. they will always be a powerhouse. Yeah. Just the way they are. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who has had the, the biggest impact on your life thus far? Uh, outside geez. of us, obviously. outside of you guys. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean yeah. Jessica really and Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. Um, <laughs> biggest impact. I, I, I is is. Let's see. I would say my parents, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, from my father uh, having his business, like just the way that he's always conducted himself with work and his work ethic. I mean, he's in his seventies and he's, you know, always got a project. Right. And my mother from, you know, when I was little skating, I mean, she's always with me, driving me doing that stuff. And now she's a real estate agent. Um, and just what they've instilled in me has, Oh, it, it took a lot out of, I mean, having kids now, I understand that it's a big oh, it's sacrifice. Crazy. Even, yeah. It's crazy. And what they sacrificed. I mean, my mom was working two jobs. My dad was, you know, he works for the steel industry, so he was traveling and whatnot. And she was taking, I have two other brothers, um, three boys. Know, yeah, uh, yeah. God bless you. I'm the middle. So, yeah, yeah I mean, just, I, I would say that they've probably been my biggest influence. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's, 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 it's really hard to to come to that realization until you're older. Like, you you don't appreciate what they've done for you until you get older. And no, I, I hope my goal is that one day my kids will get old and appreciate. Well, I just want my kids not to think I'm a dick. Right. Yeah. Appreciate it's, all that. I've it's done. when you it, become it, a parent, right. you never realize exactly. it until you become a parent. And once you are a parent, it's like, oh, they grow up so fast, and you're like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, once you have yeah. kids, yeah. wait till you have kids. Yeah, well, it is do, true though. I mean, to it's do like, for someone what they did to you is sometimes hard, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're like, shit, I gotta give up going yeah. to rock on third. You know, like that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with Sal, the day Sal yeah. has kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. That's gonna uh, be a tough one. Greg, <laughs> tell the audience how they can get a hold of you, brother. Um, you can uh, call me, text me, email me, but uh, cell phone is always the best, right? I mean, texting two four eight five three five forty seven fifty, um, and then email is just uh, Craig Joe Wright, which is C R A I G J O E R I G H T at howardhanna dot com are probably the best one. It's not Joe wrong and it's not Joe left. Yeah, it's Joe, Joe Wright, Wright. Oh, spelled just the way it sounds. There it is. There, there is, is no W. He looks good in the leotard. <laughs> all right. Yes, so. absolutely. <laughs> Never worn one, but everybody. Yeah, <laughs> thank you to all our listeners. We really appreciate all the support. Obviously, check us out on wherever you get your podcast. Jessica, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate and, uh, you letting me have, on a, have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available. 